Oh, welcome back to the podcast. I am Jason Manchester. Uh, it's been a while. It feels good to uh, be back and get another podcast out there to you guys. Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about taking things for granted. I think that as we're out, especially before COVID hit uh, strong and everybody went down being locked down and not being able to do anything, you know, uh, stores closing and restaurants closing, schools closing, everything shut down. But I think before COVID, you go through your normal days um, of getting up in the morning, you do your things, go to sleep. You wake up, you go do things, you go to sleep. And it's kind of that um, lather, rinse, repeat thing. It's you just you do it so often it, you you really take it for granted. I mean, you do. So if you think about it, <clears throat> before the COVID hit, you're doing that stuff. You're out there just getting after it, you know, work, play. And then COVID hits and they shut everything down and then you come out. And I, I think people still get to that time of where they're just, they're trying to get and go and get and go constantly. But you take for granted really everything that you've lost and when I say lost, I mean, when when we went on lockdown, you lost the ability to do simple things that we take for granted every single day. And everybody does it, uh, me included. But if you think about it, even even now, you can't even go to a movie. Not that you really, I mean, you don't need to. You got Netflix, you got um, all these streaming services out there, but the simple thing of taking a family to a movie and enjoying that night out, you know, is, is gone. Um, it's still gone in most places and in a lot of places, it may never come back. There is something that could be lost, you know, forever. So you take it for granted before you were going to the movies all the time. You didn't think about, you know, ordering them tickets online, going in, you know, picking them up walking into the movie theater, watching your movie, getting your popcorn and all that stuff and getting out of there and having a good time, good family night. Now you can't do it. Now you can do it at home, which is, it's nice. It's great. You, know, you just pull it up on Netflix and you're done and you watch it. I mean, that's all fine and dandy, but even if you go away from the, the, the movie theater thing, you know, at one time you couldn't even go to a restaurant. I mean, you don't even realize how often you eat out probably until they closed all the restaurants down. And then you realized, you know, we were going out to eat three, four, five times a week. And you don't even pay attention to that. You know, A, you take your family out for a dinner because you don't feel like cooking. Maybe you come home from work late. You know, your your wife's at home uh, and, you know, she doesn't feel like cooking or you're at home. You don't feel like cooking. So what do you do? It's easy. You drive down the road, you go get something to eat. You either pick it up or you just, you go out to the restaurant itself and you sit there and, and, you know, have a good night out with dinner. You don't have to come home and clean up and all that stuff. Something we take for granted. Every day of our life, we take that for granted. Now you may sit here and listen and say, well, I don't take that for granted. I think about it all the time. <clears throat> There's a difference between thinking about it and realizing, you know, that you're lucky you know, hey, I'm lucky I got, you know, I got a hundred bucks that I can go take my family out to uh, to a dinner and 
or a nice dinner and enjoy the night out. I don't have to cook. My wife doesn't have to cook. We don't have to clean up. But when it's taken away from you, you know, you, you realize, you know, kind of, you know, the importance of having that in your life to be able to get away every now and then and not have to do that at home. Of course, cooking at home is fun. You know, when you have somebody at home that can cook, like my wife is an exceptional cook, so I'm lucky. And I don't take that for granted, believe me. Uh, she's an exceptional cook. Um, and, you know, I tell her all the time, I think she, you know, um, I think she feels that I don't tell her enough, but I, I tell her a lot. And, um, you know, so I don't take that for granted for sure. I used to do a lot of cooking, but as she got more into it, she became, you know, just an exceptional cook. So um, we get the we get to enjoy that quite often and it's nice. But if you, if you don't cook a whole lot and there's people out there where, where the, either it's a husband and wife or, um, you know, it could just be people living together. However it works out, you may not cook. People don't like to cook sometimes. So the easiest thing is, is to go out and eat, but you take it for granted. So once it's taken away, what are you going to do? What if we were still in a point to where none of the restaurants were open what if the majority of the restaurants and the places where we where we live closed down for good? What would you do? What if department stores didn't reopen? And there's a lot of them that closed down in certain areas. What are you going to do? You know, I just think that we need to appreciate a little bit more what we have. And, um, I just, I don't think people pay attention to what they do on a day-to-day basis and how lucky they are, um, to be where they are and be able to do what they, um, what they can do. Now, as I say that, you know, just cause you go grocery shopping or whatever, I mean, I guess depending on, you know, where you're at in your life, I mean, I guess, you know, people are lucky to be able to go buy groceries. There are people that can't, but I'm assuming that if you look at, you know, everybody that listens that can, you know, buy food for the house, you know, you live in an apartment, whatever it is that you live, you know, um, take for granted the fact that you can just drive down the road and pick up some groceries. What if all grocery stores were closed? You know, the thing is, you can't say, well, that's never going to happen because I don't think anybody would say we're going to have a virus that comes out that shuts everything down. And you cannot leave your house practically to do anything because, A, there's nothing open. The necessities, gas station and grocery store, that's about it. But what if the grocery store is closed down? What would you do? Do you Would you, would you be able to grow your own food? I mean, we have a garden. We grow stuff. We, we're, we have the ability to grow more stuff if we wanted to. We could grow anything we wanted to, really, I guess. But... Not everybody has the ability to do that. Not everybody knows how to do that. Not everybody cares how to do that. But that's something we take for granted, I think. And, you know, is it going to give you a better life if you, you know, learn to think about what you're doing and appreciate what you're doing and realize that everything can be taken away? No, probably not. You know, it's not going to, it's not going to make you, I don't know if it's necessarily going to make you live your life any better. It just, to me, it makes you realize the importance of things. 
It makes you realize um, that, you know, things can be taken away. And if they are, it makes you kind of rethink where you are and, you know, maybe what you need to learn, um, things you need to pick up, you know, just in case, you know. I know people always think about this is how we're progressing as a society. You know, you have you have everything at your fingertips with a phone. You pick up your phone and you do this without even thinking. Majority of people that you talk to do this. You pick up your phone. You take that for granted. That is that's something that's there that you just think that's always going to be there. That's taking it for granted. Just go get my phone in the morning, look at it, see what the weather is. Check my email, see if there's anybody that needs me, needs to say something, needs a reaction from me or whatever. Everybody takes that for granted. Everybody does. You just, you think it's automatically going to be there. You know, so we're in a society to where we have, and one thing, you don't need a desktop. You don't need a laptop. Most people have them, but you don't need them because you have everything on your phone. Make a call, watch a video, make a video. Do a podcast. What I'm doing right now could just be done from a phone. It's that simple. And you could also do, you know, if you start a YouTube channel from your phone, you can do everything you want to from your phone, pretty much. You know, so we we get to a situation where we think society is going this way. And it's like, oh, it's just going to continue to build. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And... I don't have to worry about anything because I have to do less and less because other stuff is, you know, it's doing all the stuff for me. Everything's doing stuff for me. So I don't have to do it. I have a speaker in my kitchen. We have a, you know, we have, whether it's Google home, you know, or the Alexa, whatever it is. I mean, it's just everything you get to turn on the lights, turn on the TV and Hey, all that stuff is great. It's fantastic. Turn on my outside lights. We can hit the alarm. I turn on the our, your home alarm from your phone. Air conditioner, you operate from your phone. You sit on the couch. You know, my wife says, hey, it's a little hot. Okay, I turn on the, the air from my phone. I don't have to get off the couch. I mean, you know, how good is that? It, it doesn't, it really doesn't get any easier th- than that. I mean, so... What if all that stuff went away? What would you do? What if you couldn't go to a grocery store? What if all the restaurants closed down? What if you had no way of getting food except to grow it, farm it, whatever, however you want to frame it up? You have to do it yourself. Can you do that? Can you get Can you get your own food? I know I could. You know, I used to hunt a lot. Um, I have no problem with hunting. I have no problem with people that are hunting for food to put in your freezer to last throughout a year to feed your family. I have no problem with that. You know, when you're hunting deer, um, there are a lot of places that are overpopulated and contrary to popular belief, um, you need to hunt in order to curve you know these just take deer for instance for them to be overpopulated to the fact that they are they they just they don't 
grow the way they need to grow. They don't get the food that they need to get. I know it, you know, some people will argue with that, but I'm telling you, that's how it is. When you get into a, a place where you have a hundred deer where there should only probably be, you know, 10, and these are just, these are numbers I'm throwing out, but when you have an overpopulated place of deer, it's just same with people. So you get these deer that are in, in, a, in an overpopulated place, not to get off subject, there's only so much food. So what's going to happen? They're going to be malnourished, right? They're not going to grow properly. They're going to die early. Same with people. But anyway, to get back to it, what are you, what are you going to do? Can you hunt? I'll hunt. If I have to, to, to kill a deer or if I have to fish, I can do it. I know how to do it. I grew up doing it. But I did it to feed myself. I did it, you know, because, you know, we would go hunting and we would even camp out for a weekend. We would, if we killed a deer, we would, everybody would eat. But it's a healthy way of eating. You know, but can you do that? And again, don't, don't think that, well, that's not going to happen. I don't have to learn all that shit. Why do I got to learn that for? It's not, does have any, I mean, that's not going to happen. Well, guess what? It wasn't long ago, months, that we just had a virus come through that were wiping people out left and right, and people still getting it today. Now, we are getting back into operation with, you know, some um, some uh, things reopening and, and things like that, but, um, you know, at any given time, you know, we could we could go into a place to where Things close down again, you know? So what are you going to do? Here it is right now. It's October 15th as I'm making this podcast. October 15th. So we're getting ready to roll into cold and flu season. So what if this thing hits hard again? What are you going to do when they close everything back down and make us stay at home again? I think that People have come accustomed to going back to what I initially said is taking things for granted. Like everything is automatically going to be there when you wake up. Think about that. When you close your eyes at night to go to sleep, you honestly don't know. And this is the biggest thing people take for granted. You go to sleep at night, you close your eyes. Without thinking, subconsciously, I, <clears throat> everybody thinks you're going to wake up in the morning. And nobody on the planet is automatically given the next day. doesn't matter how healthy you think you may be. Majority of people that you talk to, if you're sitting next to somebody now and you look to your right or left or you just look at somebody in a car, or you look at your friends or your family, how many people do you think be, are they're thankful every day that they have life? that they're living, that they woke up in the morning. Because I can promise you, there's a ton of people that don't give thanks to that. That's the biggest thing that we take for granted in our life, is that when you close your eyes at night that you think you're going to wake up the next morning. And you say it to, you say it to your, you may say it to your girlfriend, you may say it to your wife or your husband, you may say it to your kids. See you in the morning, have a good night's sleep. Let's go do that tomorrow. Let's just give it time. We'll, we'll, we'll do that next week. And look again, I'm, Hey, I'm, I'm as bad as the next person with that. But lately, 
especially over the the last few months or so, I have I've given a lot of thought to a lot of this. It's the reason why I'm doing this podcast. And like I said, is it going to better your life? I don't know. It's probably not going to better your life. Will it give you a better way of thinking? I think it will. Um, if you don't want to think that way, it's everybody's choice. I just feel that it makes you appreciate everything that you have or, you know, things that come to you in the future. When you're thankful for it, you, you know, you just, you appreciate things a lot more. And you don't realize the value of something and you don't realize um, how much you appreciate something until, you know, you just, you don't have it anymore. And we'll go back to life again. If you had anybody in your life that has passed away, you know, maybe it's a brother or sister or a mother or father or grandparents. That's when you start to value life. But so quickly we forget you know, how fragile life is and how short it really is. You think most people, there's a lot of people that will die between the ages of 60 and 80, right? So if you, you think about supposedly how long, um, the planet has been around and then you think of that, you, you kind of push everything into perspective. We have a very short life here on earth. We don't need to take it for granted that we have the next day. We don't need to take it for granted that we're going to do it next week. You know, the average global life expectancy from, you know, from birth is like um, 72. I mean, it's like, and I think, you know, the men's somewhere around 70-ish and women somewhere around 75. So... Let's just let's just say let's let's just say eighty for round numbers, good round numbers. Um, if you live to eighty, how long are you? How old are you right now? You forty. Half of your life is over with. Look at it that way. And that's if you get to eighty. Eighty is a typical life expectancy. I think most people would say, if I can live to be eighty, I'd be happy. Uh, but what are you doing in? those 80 years. And I guess a better way to say it is say you're 40, say your life is halfway over. What have you done? But most importantly, what are you doing in the last 40 years of your life? The first 40 went fast. The last 40 will go even faster. So it's, I think that's the biggest thing that we take for granted is life. We're always putting things off. Uh, I'll go travel when I'm, when I retire retire and when I'm 65 I'll go start traveling. You know, what are you going to do? Well, I'm just waiting to retire. Waiting to retire so I can go do this and go do that. When are you retiring? Well, 65, 66ish, somewhere around there. I'm going to retire and go do things. What if you don't make it to 65? Not that you'll give a shit once you die and you you're not going to know anyway, but what if you wait till you retire? to go do stuff, but you get between the ages of 55 and 60 and maybe you don't walk as well. Maybe you can't run. Maybe you can't lift weights. Maybe, you know, you can't get off the, the couch very well. Maybe you have back problems. Maybe you have bad arthritis. 
I mean, there's so many things that you can get or have or issues with your body or your mind or, you know, diseases that nobody wants. You don't think about it. It's like, I'm not going to think about it. So it's not going to happen to me, but I don't, why wait that long in life to do stuff? Cause you take it for granted that it's going to be there. I'm going to have life at 60. Okay. Well, Good. If you get to 60. So if you get to 60, now you're taking it for granted that your health is going to be there. You know, have you done everything there is to have health at 60? Probably. I mean, I don't know. I'd say most people don't. You probably know 20 people that do, but that doesn't mean that everybody on earth does. You know, that doesn't mean everybody everywhere you go is healthy at 60. There's people that are 40 that look 60. There's people that are 60 that look 40. But you take it for granted that your health is going to be there. You may have your life, but if you don't have your health, you know, I mean, in reality, what good is it? Some people will disagree, but if you can't do anything, if you can't walk and think, I mean, so you're retired. Okay. Now you can't hardly move. Well, now you can enjoy retirement at home being taken care of, you know, it's not, it's not to be morbid or sad or negative. The point of this is to, to explain to, and this is my way of thinking, whether you're, you're with me or not, or, you know, if, if you completely disagree, that's fine. Everybody has a different way of looking at life and how you should get there to the end, but it's not about getting to the end. It's about what you do from the beginning to the end. And to me, once you start thinking about that, that's when you start living life and not taking it for granted and your health for granted. Once you realize that, you know, you're born, you, you go out. You know, there's a lot of people that go out the same way that they're born. And what I mean by that is you go out not knowing anything, can't take care of yourself and naked. Now, you may laugh. But it is kind of funny to think. Because you may be a ways away from that. But when you come into this world, you're naked. You can't see very well, supposedly, from what they say. You have, you have uh, pretty, I mean, you, you can't think on your own, right? I mean, you, you can't like put all these different equations together and, and work your way through life when you're born. It takes years of teaching from your parents. You know, you learn how to walk, you learn how to eat, you learn what you can grab and what you can put in your mouth, what you can't put in your mouth. You can't feed yourself, you can't clean yourself, you can't walk, and you pretty much don't think for yourself. So when the end of your life comes, and we hope that none of us go this way, but there are, unfortunately, there's people that go this way. That's what happens. You have people that feed you, they take care of you, they wake you up to make sure you wake up. They put you to sleep. They change your clothes. They wipe your ass. They do all this stuff for you. All the stuff that you have been doing your entire life by yourself, taking it for granted. And here you are now having to have somebody do it for you. So again, what do you do between birth and death? What do you do for the years that you're able to think on your own, do everything you want to do, have fun, enjoy life, 
spend your money, work hard, play hard, what are you doing? Are you going through 50 years of your life so you could go to the very end and hopefully spend a couple years enjoying it? Because there's a good chance that after, you know, after you retire, there may not be many years left after that. It's all about taking things for granted. You know, what are we doing from the time we're born to the time we die? I mean, what are we doing? You know, like I said, not taking things for granted. I think it could better your life. I think it'll help you um, look at life differently, but also go enjoy stuff that you want to do earlier than you would normally do. I think that, I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, and cause I think when you take for granted, take things for granted, you put things off. Um, it's a quick podcast. I just, you know, I've been thinking about it lately. Um, like I said, I think I take things for granted a lot of times and I try not to, I think I'm getting better at it. Uh, I just wanted to kind of share that with everybody and, and, um, you know, everybody has opinions on it, but I believe that if we, if we, you know, look at everything that we do every day, you don't have to sit there and dwell on it. But I think if we appreciate everything we do, it makes us feel better, you know, makes us enjoy things a little bit more because, you know, for one, again, I rush through things sometimes, but I think it'll make us slow down and enjoy life and enjoy every day. Enjoy the years. Enjoy now. Let's not wait till later to enjoy it because we're taking it for granted. Let's enjoy it now. Let's enjoy everything we can do now while you're healthy and you can before that ultimate day comes. And it's coming for everybody. You know, let's let's see how we're going to live from birth to death. Let's Let's do everything we can in between that to the fullest. I think that's what we need to do. I think that's how we should live and not wait for the end to do it. Anyway, uh, with that being said, um, again, it's a short one, but I think it's a meaningful one that, that will hit home with quite a, you know, with a lot of people. And, uh, hopefully, uh, everybody gets something out of this. Uh, if you do great, if it, if it helps one person, great. Um, just don't take everything for granted. You know, just think about what you're doing and how lucky you are to do what you do. And, uh, so with that being said, um, go follow me on Instagram, uh, Jason Manchester. And you can also find me on Instagram at Manchester's podcast. And how about this? I have another one. It's called the Jason Manchester. It's just all my photos. Go check those out. Go, you know, give me a follow if you would. It's highly appreciated. And, uh, make sure you tell everybody about the podcast and tell them to go to, all your favorite uh, places that you listen to podcasts, you can find me. Go on there and follow, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, things like that. Any place that you listen to podcasts, look up Manchester's podcast. Make sure you follow. Tell everybody about it, please. Uh, and thank you. And, you know, I guess uh, that's it for today. And uh, everybody have a great day, great week, great rest of the year. Hopefully 2020 will finish well and 2021 has a lot to bring. Let's cross our fingers. Let's um, let's hope for the best. And once and for all, just don't take everything for granted. Appreciate everything you do. All right? All right. Peace. Peace.